Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors. Here at Fertility Warriors HQ, we believe in three things, grace, grit, and gratitude. We don't believe you have to be perfect to fall pregnant, but we do believe that you need to place yourself and your well-being at the top of your priority list. I'm your host, Robin Birkin. For some people, trying to conceive is a cakewalk. I was not one of those people. My journey was years in the making and included IUIs, IVF and a miscarriage, as well as many, many tears before we fell pregnant with our first child. Now I'm the author of the book, Screw Infertility, and the founder of a 12-week mind-body fertility program, the Fertility Warrior Intensive. I'm here to help you not only navigate these waters, but to help you feel like a badass in the process. My superpower? Helping Taipei women find calm, confidence, and happiness in their journey. I'm a little woo-woo, a lot straight shooter, and I swear like a sailor. Sorry, mom. I've never turned down a bowl of mashed potato, and if you like salt and pepper, mm, I think we'll get along just fine. So hit that subscribe button and tune in for tips, advice, and real talk every week. I promise you, I'm not daggy. Okay, maybe a lot daggy, but subscribe anyway. Enough small talk, let's do this thing. Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors. Thank you so much for your time today. It is never lost on me that each week there are thousands of people who are tuning in to hear what I have to say. It, I honestly, it blows my mind. When I think about if you were sitting with me in, I don't know, an auditorium or a little stadium or something like that, it blows, it actually blows my mind. So I'm very grateful to you and thank you so much for being here and thank you for subscribing. Thank you for your reviews. Honestly, I feel like I have the best audience on the planet. I really do. Every day. Grateful to you. Today's episode is going to just be so valuable to you and I'll repeat what they are at the end. But how do you make decisions on your journey with confidence. So last week I talked about this whole feeling that, oh my God, am I throwing money down the drain? And I talked about a lot of reframes in terms of your mindset around spending money, in terms of your mindset around spending money on yourself, in terms of your self-confidence about making decisions to move forward. But that doesn't mean that you should always just be like, woohoo, yeah, I'm going to spend, I don't know, 25. I heard someone the other day say, that there was a fertility coach that charges $25,000. That might be for, that might be great for you. So I'm not saying that's a bad decision, but how do you weigh up? Like, is this a worthwhile investment? If your fertility specialist says to you, here, you should do this uh, endometrial scratch and you're trying to work out whether this is a worthwhile investment, okay? Maybe you are, I've got to throw it out there, being like this 12-week program that Robin has, the Fertility Warrior Intensive, sounds pretty rad. Is this a good investment of my money, right? There's so many things that we need to analyze on our journey and determine for ourselves, is this a good investment of my time and my money, okay? So whether it's acupuncture, endometrial scratches, era, receptiva, a fertility coach, a nutritionist, whatever it is. How do we sit and analyze whether that is a good 
or bad investment of our time and our money. And I've got a six-part framework for you. It's really good, you guys. Okay, so the first one is, what is the research that supports this? Is this a rumour or is this evidence-based? And especially when it comes to diet, things like French fries after an IVF retrieval or eating pineapple core or even things like endometrial scratches. Okay, and here's my thing. Here's my whole philosophy on your fertility journey. 20% of the things that you do are going to give you 80% of the results. Okay, in this we're going to talk about that this whole concept of looking at stuff, but there does come a point for everyone where if you said yes to everything, there would be a fucking huge mental load. There would be a giant and unsustainable to-do list. You would be sitting there with a ton of guilt that you're not perfect on your journey and you would probably have moths flying out of your wallet, okay? So with all of these things, the first thing to look at is, is this a rumour or is this evidence-based? What research actually exists for this? And I want to let you know, there was a study that came out just recently that analysed 21 of the popular add-ons that fertility clinics have and determined that not one of them had great research backing it. Mind blown, right? Some of them were even shown to have basically no research or basically not show any viable benefit but likely to turn your statistics the other way. Mind blown again, right? And it sucks because we go to our, this is what I see all the time as well, is people who go, this is me shaking my head, people who go to fertility clinics and their fertility specialists, they'll talk about like, what should I do? I don't know, acupuncture or should I go see a fertility coach or what about investing in my mental health, whatever it is. And the fertility specialist answer, maybe it's about a supplement. Fertility specialist's answer is there's insufficient research for that. However, when it's a service that's an add-on that they're promoting, they don't say that, do they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is me now clicking my fingers. Oh, sometimes things are just a bug bet. You can have a look at it. It's a study or an article that just recently came out in one of their journeys and they allocated a traffic light system that showed that. So endometrial scratching, for an example, there was a clinic in the Middle East. I don't know if it was in Israel. A lot of studies can actually come out from, I think it's Israel, that Basically, endometrial scratching, as an example, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't do this, by the way, if, if it feels good for you and if you feel like you discuss it with your fertility specialist and you decide that, actually, this is something I'm going to try, then I'll do it. But it came about that the fertility clinic started offering it because there was a clinic in Israel that was like, huh, we feel like we're getting better success rates in the women who have just had like surgery on in their uh, endometrial area and therefore we suspect that maybe the scarring like the tiny little bit or not scarring but like the tiny little injury 
is getting a bit better blood flow to that particular area in the uterus and therefore we think that that might result in better implantation rates. Right, And sometimes there's fertility specialists who will, for other things and other areas, demand double-blind placebo trials with huge cohorts. But then, for their, like I said, for their own stuff that's an add-on service that costs you money, they're like, oh, yeah, just go for this. They don't even mention that. So mm. anyway, actually take a look, especially when there's a decent cost involved. Is there research that supports this, especially when it comes to diets and superfoods and this and that? okay, what is the reasoning behind this? What is the research that exists to support this? And with any research, there is always things you could pick apart. So there's a study called the Nurses Study that showed that dairy, full-fat dairy was beneficial for fertility. However, so you can always nitpick stuff. So however, in that study, they were just looking at Uh, nurses who had anovulation, so not ovulating. They weren't looking at other conditions. They were just comparing low-fat dairy to full-fat dairy. There were all these different, you know, like conditions that you could look at and pick apart the research. Everything is going to have that. But what research does exist? Look for yourself and determine for yourself. Make the decision for yourself as to whether you feel that sufficient research exists and how did this particular concept come about. The next one, look at the time investment. So again, I'm not saying that anything is not worthwhile and it may be worth completely worthwhile for you. What is the time investment involved in this? So there's, there's a lot of functional medicine practitioners will tell you to pause any IVF or fertility treatments because they feel that it's not the best investment of your money whilst they work on really improving your health and figuring out what is going on with your fertility. So there's a lot of functional medicine practitioners who I look at as like the detectives of the fertility world. So they'll ask you often, not always, to maybe consider pausing treatments because also it's their hope that you will get pregnant naturally by following what they suggest. Are you prepared to wait six months? Because So sometimes, I mean, it, it might be that you wait six months and fall pregnant naturally by seeing a functional medicine practitioner within six months. Or it might be that you then wait six months, go with fertility treatments and you're doing an IVF cycle that has a 25% chance of success and then six months down the track you're still not pregnant and you have now also wasted $20,000. Well, not wasted. Nothing's ever wasted, okay? You've spent $20,000 and now you're like, hmm, next. So have a look at the time and determine for yourself what is the time that this takes or maybe it's something that's really short and it's a no-brainer, right? Actually, you know, the time that this is going to require from me, maybe it's something that you do that takes two seconds every day right? Maybe we're looking at the time investment. Look, this is only going to take me two seconds every day to do. So it's really not that much of a burden on my mental load. It's pretty easy to do. Therefore, I'm going to do it and I only have to do it for three months. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Easy to make that decision. Okay. And what you need to do is look at all of these six, almost like rank them. Okay. Well, you know, how important is this to me and what is this going to take? And when you look at all of these at six things that I'm going to mention in a holistic picture, 
it can actually be so much easier to make a decision on how to move forward. Okay. So the next one is the time investment. How long is this going to take and how like much of my time will it take? Is this going to take me 10 hours every week and take six months? Or is this going to take me one month and take about two seconds every day? Big difference, obviously, in terms of the ease and the fastness. That's not a word, but the, or the speed of which you will get the result or the transformation that you're seeking. The next one. This is really important and we often overlook this. Ease. Are you going to enjoy doing this or is it going to be a drag? Is this going to be something? So let's go back to the time and the research, right? Let's say that there is minimal research out there, but this is something that's going to take six months to do and it's going to suck like a motherfucker, right? You're not going to do it. If this is something that has minimal research but shows but is only can only be a benefit, like there's no way that it would harm your chances of conceiving, okay? So let's say it's therapy, for example. Like going to therapy is not something that would could ever harm your fertility. It could only potentially benefit your fertility, okay? And Rebecca Fett mentions this concept much more eloquently than I in her book, It Starts With The Egg, that we need to sometimes have a look at, yes, there might not be a perfect study out there. However, it is something that you could unequivocally say would only ever benefit fertility. It's not going to ever harm fertility. Whereas, as I discussed, some of those 21 add-ons that they tested at a fertility clinic or looked at the actual research at a fertility clinic, there were actually a substantial number of them that were traffic lighted red because they could actually potentially send your results backwards. Mm -hmm. So, but if it's something that will you will enjoy, then maybe it's something for you to consider. Is this going to fill my cup or is this going to drain my cup? Is this something that I am is just going to make me feel crappy? It's going to take a long time. There's not great research for it. That's something it's going to, that's going to weigh in, right? And it's a big one. Hey Warrior, so sorry for interrupting, but I just wanted to jump in and see if you'd had the chance to check out my new little program, Warrior Rising. It's a five-day radical mood reset and I'm sure that you will love it. Head to robinburkin.com slash rise to check out my new program, Warrior Rising. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Next one is counteractivity. So a great example and a tangible example that I can explain for this is when I was talking to my fertility specialist about acupuncture, okay? And he said to me, I'm happy for you to do acupuncture. However, some of the Chinese medicines and herbs could counteract your medications that you're taking with the fertility clinic. So therefore, I did not take the Chinese herbs when I was um, in fertility uh, clinic stuff. So there's obviously a lot of time in between, so there was a point when I did. The Another example of this is many naturopaths, not all, many, will say take progesterone. Well, progesterone taken during your follicular phase is essentially birth control. 
there are many birth control pills that literally are just progesterone. So you have to look at how well what what is the what are the what pros and cons of this? What is this actually going to counteract something that I'm trying to achieve? And you need to sometimes that involves consulting and asking the question with your fertility specialist. Is this going to be something that I can do alongside fertility treatments? Is this going to be something that I can do alongside seeing a functional medicine practitioner? How will this support and build up my chances of getting pregnant or being okay or whatever it is? Or has this put the potential to actually take me backwards? Very important to look at and consider and might require some consultation. Like I said as well, some functional medicine practitioners will say, oh, actually, you really don't want to be doing IVF alongside this because there might be an initial period where it's almost like your fertility goes backwards before it leaps forward, kind of like that. Next one is, is this likely to have long-term benefits or long-term harm? And trolls come at me, but I'm going to talk about the keto diet. (laughs) I once did a podcast on the keto diet and I had lots of people come at me. There's also a very well-known fertility clinic that actively promotes the keto diet. However, the keto diet is something that is beneficial in the short term, often can is not beneficial, can cause significant harm if followed in the long term, right? Something like a mind-body program or a fertility coach or a life coach is something that is beneficial in both the short term and pays dividends for your life in every other chapter that you go through. Parenting, pregnancy, it's tools that you can use again and again and again and again. So therapy is the same. Long-term benefit, okay? Something like the keto diet has the potential to be highly beneficial in the short term for, you know, changing some of the way in which your body's functioning, but actually in the long term can cause significant damage to major organs and things like that. So that's something to weigh up as well. If you feel the need to DM me after this and tell me how much you don't like me, feel free. (laughs) The very last one is the likelihood of benefit and the significance of benefit. So likewise, when we were talking at the beginning of this podcast that the research came back with these 21 add-ons at fertility clinics, that some of them were actually, it was just speculation they, and, they, and it might only increase your success rate by 1%, for example. And that's something to consider. So there was a, there's a mind-body study that uh, I use as reference for what I do that there was one mind there was a mind body study it's probably the most well known that showed that on their second IVF cycle the group who undertook a mind body program had a 52% success rate on their second cycle with IVF compared to the control group that had a 20% success rate so imagine if you went to your fertility clinic and they said, okay, endometrial scratching will double your chances of conceiving. 
I don't I don't know what the success rates are for any of that. But what how much will this increase my chances of conceiving? Maybe it's implanting one embryo versus two embryos, whatever it is. Not just the likelihood of benefit, because in that study, for example, it showed that actually there was a low likelihood of many of these actually even improving your chances of conceiving, but also the significance of the benefit. Yes, something may benefit your fertility, but how? by how much? Is this actually a significant improvement or is this a minimal let's throw spaghetti at the wall kind of improvement? So... And, you know, when we look at things like French fries, pineapple core, stuff like that, the likelihood is fairly low and the significance of the benefit is also fairly low that they will have any kind of significant impact on your fertility journey. And when we start to look at our fertility journey, as I discussed at the beginning, that like 20% of the things that we do are going to have 80% of the return. And we look at all of these factors in combination. It can be really empowering and help us make some really informed decisions about what we will and won't progress with on our journey. So I'm going to repeat them all back to you now. Number one, what research exists? Is this a rumor or is this evidence-based? And what does that research look like? Number two, what's the time investment? How long is this going to take me and how much time will it take me in order to achieve whatever the result of the thing that it is that it's been promising? The ease. Am I going to enjoy this or is this going to be positively awful? Will this fill my cup or will this drain my cup? Is this going to feel like I'm on a hamster wheel and working really hard and not enjoying my time with it or not? Counteractivity. Is this going to play nicely with any other treatments or modalities that I'm undertaking or is this going to be something that isn't kind of like an either or scenario that I'm going to need to choose between because you don't want to be doing spending all this money on one thing and spending all this money on another thing and both of them cancel each other out. Long-term benefits or long-term harm. So what is the short-term versus what is the long-term potential benefits of doing this? Uh, And then the last one is, what is the likelihood of the benefit and what is the significance of the benefit? How much will this help me in terms of what what my goal is that I'm trying to achieve? We can look at this when we're looking at our physical health, our emotional health, our relationship, our career, all sorts of different things. You can use this kind of uh, questioning for all sorts of different areas in your life. But that is my six-part framework from overwhelmed to organized in your head to help you make really informed and great decisions about what is going to move you forward on your fertility journey or help you stay stuck on your fertility journey. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know what you think of this episode over on my Instagram at Robin Birkin. I love hearing from you and I love when you tag me. I love when you DM me and let me know that you're a listener on the podcast. And like I said at the beginning, oh man, it is not lost on me how many of you listen and just how grateful I am that you tune in to me every week. Thanks guys. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Fertility Warriors. You know that I love chatting with you every single week. If you like this podcast, please make sure you go ahead and subscribe and share it with anyone, be it on your Instagram or your other socials, to let them know that this has been helpful for you too and that it might be helpful for them. 
please make sure also that you give us a five-star rating and I would love, love, love a review. They always make my day and they help other people find the podcast. So it kind of helps the search engine juices or the internet juices push this podcast out to other people when there are a number of ratings and reviews. And if you feel like infertility is starting to get the best of you and your emotions are starting to get a bit wonky, then make sure you check out my new mini program, Warrior Rising. Head to robinburkin.com slash rise and check it out. It's a five-day mini mindset transformation and it will definitely help pick up your mood, help you feel calmer and help you feel more in control of your journey. Head to robinburkin.com slash rise to find out more about my new program, Warrior Rising. Warrior Rising.